Jake didn't look worried. Matt did the mental calculation in his head, figuring the degrees of angle needed to pull off such a shot. After adjusting the angle of his cue stick, Matt pulled his arm back and struck the cue ball with a medium degree of force. It hit the eight ball, bouncing it against right side rail. From there, it hit the rail on the short end of the table before bouncing off the left side rail and sailing straight as an arrow into the corner pocket near him. When it dropped, so did Jake's face. Matt smiled and held out his palm. I believe that was for a dollar, he said. Jake grudgingly paid Matt the dollar and immediately said, Double or nothing? Loser racks, Matt said, and stood by while Jake racked the next set of balls. Before he got a chance to break the rack, a uniformed police officer walked into the bar. Matt knew him and didn't want to be recognized and have his cover blown. He quickly turned away and headed for the men's room again. He stood just inside, peeking out the door, until the cop left the bar before he returned to the pool table. Jake hesitated about breaking the balls and just stared at Matt. Matt stared back. You gonna break or are you just gonna stand there? What's with you? Jake said. As soon as that cop showed his face in here, you disappeared like a fart in the wind. You wanted for anything? I don't know what you're talking about, Matt said. Now you gonna break or not? You don't want to talk about it. That's fine with me, Jake said and broke up the racked up balls. None of them went in and Jake stood back, allowing Matt access to the table. Matt sized up his first shot, but before he could execute it, Jake laid his hand on the cue ball and picked it up. Matt stood upright, a scowl covering his face. That just cost you the game, my friend. He held his hand out for another dollar. Jake didn't respond. Matt snapped his fingers and stretched his palm out again. Jake dug a dollar from his pocket and held it out, withdrawing it just as Matt reached for it. It would be worth a buck just to hear your story, he said. So what is it with you and cops? A guy could get himself seriously hurt sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong, Matt said. What's it to you anyway? Just curious, Jake said. By now, Stu had stepped closer to the two men, and suddenly Matt felt outnumbered and figured he better not play this scene so tough. Too bad that one wasn't in that car that blew up last week, Matt said. As it is, that's three less pigs in this world. It's a start anyway. Jake and Stu exchanged glances, and then Jake turned to Matt. What would you know about that, he said. Matt bent over the table to shoot at a ball, any ball, and ignored Jake. Jake didn't like being ignored and grabbed the end of Matt's cue stick. You're going to talk about this, whether you want to or not, he said, pulling the stick out of Matt's hand. Matt made eye contact with Stu, and then glanced back at Jake. He forced a phony smile and a weak laugh. I just wish I could have been there to see it. Man, that must have really been something. Must have been quite a pork roast in that Suburban. And just how'd you know it was a Suburban, Jake said. The papers didn't say what kind of vehicle it was. Lucky guess, Matt said and backed away from the two men. He headed for the front door but felt a strong grip on his shoulder. Jake spun him around and Matt could see the switchblade in Jake's hand. Jake gestured with his head toward the table Matt had been sitting at before he started playing pool. How about you and me go and sit down and talk about this thing? Why not, Matt said, and let Jake lead him to the back of the room. The two men sat and Matt looked around the room, trying to see what had become of Stu. He was nowhere to be seen. Now, suppose you tell me what you know about that bombing, 
Jake said. Matt was almost certain he'd hit a nerve with this guy. Maybe he was getting too close to the truth to suit Jake. Maybe Jake wanted to know what Matt knew before he took him out behind the bar and sliced him up. He couldn't be sure. Tell me what you know about that bombing, Jake said. Matt and Jake talked for several minutes before Stu made another appearance. He'd probably gone to the men's room. Matt didn't know for sure and wasn't that interested. Stu sat between Matt and Jake, and Matt thought he saw a subtle exchange between the two men. So this was how it was all going to end for him, Matt thought.